The New York Knicks could be preparing to offer Emmanuel quickly a massive contract extension. For the last few weeks, we've been trying to gauge what Emmanuel Quickly's value might be. And we finally might have an answer to that question. We're also going to look at a primary backup power forward that the New York Knicks signed prior to last season ending. We're going to look into this and so much more today. But before we get started here, guys, about 89% of you watching this video right now are not subscribed. We are on the road to 5,000 subscribers and we could really use your support. If you like content like this, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button because it could really support all the great content that we're creating for you. And now, let's get started. The New York Knicks are apparently considering offering Emmanuel quickly $20 million per year. Now this was first reported by Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype. So if you look here, Apparently, according to Michael Scotto, the New York Knicks would consider an extension for Emmanuel Quickly for around $20 million per year. Should Quickly play himself into a higher average annual salary, the Knicks may consider trading him as part of a package to acquire a star player. Now, this is massive news here regarding Emmanuel Quickly and his potential contract extension. For the last few weeks, we've been trying to gauge what his value might be. We threw out $100 million, $80 million, $90 million, but we couldn't quite understand what his value might be. And now we finally have some insight into that. It looks like the New York Knicks will consider giving Emmanuel quickly $20 million per year. The contract extension that's been thrown out there is a four-year deal. So Emmanuel quickly could get a four-year $80 million deal to sign with the New York Knicks and stay with the New York Knicks. And by the way, that figure was reported by Michael Scotto and Hoops Hype a few weeks ago regarding what the floor would be for Quickly's contract extension. And if these reports are to be true, it looks like they were right because $20 million per year is looking like what the Knicks are considering offering Emmanuel Quickly. Now for me personally, I still think that's too high. Don't get me wrong. It's better than $25 million per year, so I will take that. But $20 million per year, essentially $80 million over four years for a guy that plays on your bench is a lot of money to tie in to a bench player. Now, I know what you guys are going to tell me. He was a finalist for sixth man of the year. He upped his game. He's doing things right now that we didn't expect him to do, and it's going to be hard to get that same value back in a trade. And it seems like the New York Knicks are content with signing Quickly if they can't move him for a superstar. They might let Quickly play out this contract, get better and better over the next few years, up his value, and then maybe at that point trade him for a significant piece to help the Knicks contend. They could also test it out with Quickly and see what happens. Here's what I would do personally with Emmanuel Quickly. Start him. As things go right now, you don't have really a clear-cut starter for the two spot. You could say Quentin Grimes because of the defense and what he offers there. But how about this? Emmanuel quickly is extremely, extremely valuable whether he starts or he comes off the bench. But if you're going to tie up nearly $80 million in Emmanuel quickly, at the very least, you should start the man with Jalen Brunson and see what he can do. Now look at these numbers for quickly this past season. 
For Emmanuel Quickly, he averaged 14.9 points, 4.2 rebounds, and 3.4 assists in 81 games played this season. 81 games is very impressive, so we have to give that to Quickly. We also have to realize that he did this while coming off the bench. Now, he did start some games for the New York Knicks, and he was pretty productive as a starter, but we have to take into consideration here these next few numbers. 44.8% from the field and 37% from shooting from the three. These are two figures you got to take into account when you're offering Emmanuel quickly that contract extension because he was one of our more capable three-point shooters during the regular season. Now, here's where things get interesting. A lot of people would tell me if he was a finalist for sixth man of the year, if he was doing so many good things in the regular season, if he was one of the keys to leading the Knicks to the playoffs this past season, then why wouldn't you pay him? Here's why. These are his numbers from the playoffs. Emmanuel quickly averaged 9 points, 1.6 rebounds, 1 assist in 8 games played in the 2023 playoffs. But it gets worse. It gets much worse. 34.8% shooting from the field and 24.3% shooting from behind the arc. That's why it's 80 million. In my honest opinion, that's why it should be lower than 80 million. When the lights were brightest, Emmanuel quickly no-showed. He ghosted us. I know he's injured and I give him props for playing through an injury when he was banged up and I give him that. I, I give any NBA player that, honestly, because it takes a lot of guts and skill to do that. So he gets all my praise for that. But I take and put a lot of stock in what happens in the playoffs. Because what happens in the playoffs to me matters way more than what happens in the regular season. But for me, the extension for Emmanuel quickly is still a little bit too rich, a little bit too high. 80 million for me is too high for Emmanuel quickly. I would love 16 million per year for quickly. I think that fits him perfectly. But if you can't get him for that, if you don't want to see him walk next season, if you want to increase his value and perhaps trade him later when he's at a higher value tier, then I'm okay with resigning him. And $80 million is the max amount of money I would tie up in Emmanuel quickly. Any more than that feels like highway robbery, and I would not do that for the New York Knicks. Isaiah Roby could be the primary backup at power forward this season. Now, Isaiah Roby is a player that you may know from OKC last season. He was playing with OKC, but then the New York Knicks signed him right before the season ended, even though they knew that signing him at that point in time mean that he would not be eligible to play in the playoffs. They signed him anyways, and they signed him to a two-year deal around $2.4 million. So they have already invested a lot of money into Roby in regards to a rookie type of player like that, because they didn't do that for everybody, but they did do it for Isaiah Roby. According to Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype, heading into free agency, the Knicks were interested in several players to fortify their rotation, including Bruce Brown, Max Struess, and Yuta Watanabe, before ultimately agreeing to deals with Dante DiVincenzo. That's what a league source told Hoops Hype. Now, with Toppin being gone and not landing a power forward in free agency like Watanabe, the Knicks currently plan to give Isaiah Roby 
an opportunity as the primary backup power forward to Julius Randle. Now we also understand as well that Josh Hart is also expected to get some minutes as small ball power forward. Now this is interesting to note on many fronts. First, the first main point is congratulations to Isaiah Roby. Now this is a very unexpected twist and turn for me. Rookies in the New York Knicks or young players in the New York Knicks oftentimes do not do well. Isaiah Roby was very, very good and impactful when he was playing for OKC. He had pretty good numbers when he was playing for them, and he logged in about 11 to 12 minutes per game. So among a crop of good rookies in OKC, he was able to find some type of playing time. So that's something to note. But it's interesting to note that the New York Knicks liked him so much that they signed him to a deal even though they knew doing that would guarantee giving him $400,000, which they did, but it would also mean that they couldn't play him in the playoffs. So essentially, it was signing him so nobody else would sign him. And I think that means a lot and goes a long way in regards to this report. Because if it's to be believed, the backup power forward position is not being explored in free agency because they already have that filled in Isaiah Roby. This kid is a six foot eight power forward, and he's a slasher who can defend, but he can play. And when he's on, he is on point. We saw a lot of good things from him in OKC. If he's taken a step in his game, I think we'll see that even more. You'll get a chance to see him in Summer League because he will be on the Summer League roster for the New York Knicks and he will be playing. And I think all eyes are going to be on him, what he can do, and what he can provide the New York Knicks, not only for Summer League, but potentially during the season. Because if all things pan out well for him, he could find himself as the primary backup power forward to Julius Randle. And that's impressive in his step into this NBA career. But let's look at that report again, because it ended it with a very interesting tidbit that I want to go back and reference again. So it says here that Josh Hart is also expected to get some minutes as a small ball power forward. So you wouldn't play a small ball lineup with Obi Toppin and Julius Randle, but you are comfortable in playing a small ball lineup with Josh Hart and potentially Julius Randle? Make it make sense. Because we traded Obi Toppin away, now we have no actual pieces on the bench that can play a legit power forward backup. So now we have to stagger in Josh Hart to play some of that at times at small ball, which doesn't make sense to me because you didn't do it with Toppin, but now you feel comfortable doing it with Josh Hart. And now we have Isaiah Roby, who potentially will be coming off the bench as Julius Randle's primary backup. So that means he should be expecting around 15 to 16 minutes a night. And that's more time that he got in OKC. So for him, it might be an upgrade. But we're still going to need a body at that position. And if we're going to fill it, i much rather fill it with a rookie and somebody on our summer league roster, a young piece that could grow into a significant piece or at least a significant trade asset. I would much rather invest in that prospect than go out in free agency and try to find an aging vet that I can add to the roster to fill that role. So if the New York Knicks are going into the direction of adding Isaiah Roby to their roster for next season and having him be the primary backup power forward, I'm in favor of that. I'm okay with that. And given the current circumstances, I don't think we could ask for much more than that. 
So I'm perfectly fine with that. And according to Michael Scotto and Hoops Hype, it seems like that's exactly what the New York Knicks are going to do. The Knicks' first summer league game is set to kick off on July 8th against Philadelphia at 5.30. That's a Saturday. And it's going to be our first chance to get to see Isaiah Roby and some other key summer league prospects for the New York Knicks. I love summer league and I can't wait for it to begin and to watch these young kids ball out. It's going to be exciting to watch. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.